Are you an independent person? Is that something that you would describe yourself as? Well, that's the topic for today and something that has really opened up a lot of considerations for me. So here are the talking points. I'm going to discuss how I brainstormed this topic with my husband in order to define independence. Do truly independent humans even exist? Is God independent? Then I'm going to discuss the difference between needs and wants in respect to independence. And I'm going to give you some of my own personal experience, which happened recently, which plays into this discussion. And then I'm going to finish up by discussing what it means to be a true independent. Welcome to the episode on independence. I'm Dr. Williams, and this is my podcast. I have two graduate degrees in psychology, am a licensed mental health counselor, and an expert in the area of spirituality. I am devoted to living my best life and am sharing it with all of you. I'm bringing my expertise, education, and life experiences to you through this podcast. Everyone deserves to enjoy life, and that is what I'm here to talk about. Depression, anxiety, grief, you name it, we all go through it at one time or another. I believe there's a better way to come at these things than mainstream mental health care offers, and I'm here to offer you my perspective and dig into discovering how you can feel good no matter what life throws at you. It is my intention to contribute goodness to this world, and the content herein is how I do that. But one disclaimer before we dive in, should you decide to apply the information offered here, be prepared for improvements in your life. You may even live happily ever after, and you'll only have yourself to thank. This is Feel Good Now, the Dr. Williams Podcast. I was kind of searching for a topic to record about today, and I went to my phone. I have like an ongoing list of ideas and notes, and it has quite a few things on there. And I just started at the top and started reading through them, and I came across this subject of independence. And I had made this note a long time ago. It wasn't even on my radar. As I started reading about what I had written in the note, I thought, yeah, this is kind of interesting. So then I turned it inward and I started thinking about what I would describe as an independent person. And the first things that I wrote down are doesn't care what others think of them and doesn't need anything from anyone. And then I kind of turned the subject over to my husband and I said, hey, how would you define an independent person? And he thought about it and he said, well, they can take care of themselves. And I said, okay, you mean like financially? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, anything else? And he said, they don't have to ask for help. And I considered that. I hadn't really thought about that. But actually, when I did some research online, that was something that was also in the list of ideas that someone else had, is they don't ask for help or they have a hard time asking for help, at least in the way that society has defined an independent person. So this is just mainstream considerations as to what an independent person would behave like. And that fell into the category. Then I started thinking, well, what about emotionally? I think an independent person has control over their emotions, so they are not affected by other people, meaning other people cannot draw an emotional response out of an independent person. 
And likewise, I would say that an independent person also does not care how they affect other people emotionally, right? You're not worried about how they're going to respond or whether they're going to like you or be upset with you. From there, I thought, what about physically? I would say that an independent person has to be physically healthy. Because if you think about it, if you're not physically healthy, doesn't that mean that you're dependent on something for functioning properly? And I would say that probably goes for drugs in general. So I would say an independent person is drug-free, meaning that they don't use recreational drugs, they don't use prescription drugs, um, over-the-counter, or even herbs, because there is a degree of dependence for wellness that comes from using any kind of substance in order to maintain or achieve physical health. Basically, the opposite of independent is being dependent on something or someone. So a true independent person is not dependent on anyone or anything. So that would include relationships, right? Do you think that there is some degree of dependence in any given relationship? Think about the relationships in your own life. Do you depend on those people for anything? What about love, affection, security, happiness? Maybe not even just the good stuff. What about having someone to blame or someone to channel your anger at? Don't we need people for that too? Isn't there some kind of dependence there when you have all those negative emotions and you don't want to take responsibility for them? You would need to have someone else in order to project that onto them. Are you truly an independent person if you're in a relationship with someone else? Is basically what the question came down to for me. There's a lot of reasons that people enter into relationships. And behind those reasons is some kind of dependence. So at the end of this brainstorming, the definition that I came to as to how I would define an independent person is somebody who does not require anything conditional in order to be happy. So that was the definition that I originally came to when I started this brainstorming on the topic of independence. Now, by the end of this episode, I'm going to suggest a different definition. And I'm going to kind of just walk you through my thought process on this topic as I was journaling through it and all the different things that kind of came up and the realizations that I had about the topic of independence and how I would analyze whether a person is truly independent. Starting off thinking about this, I wanted to remove as many conditions out of the equation as I possibly could. So I considered a hermit, somebody who is removed from general society. They live alone. That includes no pets. And they are self-sufficient. They are able to take care of themselves without any dependence on anybody else. And that even includes money, right? You would kind of have to take money out of the equation because with money comes a dependence. You depend on a job in order to get money. And so many things you use in order to function properly require you to have money. 
So I know this is really out there as far as considering a person who is actually living like this. And I don't know if this person exists, a person that is completely removed from society and functioning well. But that's where I started in the consideration. So thinking of somebody who is living on their own, they're in good health, they would have to be, and they really don't require anything from anybody. But then I started thinking, okay, well, even if they are removed from society and people in general, what kind of things would they still need? Well, they would still need to eat, so they would have to be able to provide food for themselves, which is a possibility depending on where somebody lives and how proficient they are at survival. And they fend for themselves in the wilderness. So for the sake of this conversation, let's just say that this person can do that. They can provide food for themselves. Companionship. Now, this one comes down to those relationships. And I think that we all have a desire to connect with other people. So I think that that need is there. But let's just say that this person actually prefers their own company over the company of anyone else. They like being alone, which would mean that they don't require physical touch from another human being. And that is another thing that humans are hardwired to want to feel the touch of other humans. But we'll just say, for the sake of the conversation, this person doesn't require that. Then I thought about sleep. There is nobody in human form that can go without sleep. It's impossible. So I would say that even considering all these conditions, a hermit would still have a dependence on sleep. But ultimately, that was the closest I could get with considering a completely independent human being living in this world. So that led me to think that maybe being truly independent means that you have to not want, desire, or need anything. The moment that you do, you become dependent on that condition changing in order for you to be happy or well. At which point, once you obtain that thing that you're desiring or needing, you then reestablish your independence. So then I started thinking an independent human cannot exist. It's impossible. Dependence is what drives the human experience. It's the evolution of everything. It's that chasing of happiness, which fosters dependence on conditional change in order to realign with that sense of wellness. So then I thought, well, there are moments of independence. So maybe it's possible to be independent for a period of time until some kind of conditional experience creates contrast for you, which then leads you to having a want or a desire or a need, which then puts you in dependent mode until you have achieved that thing and reestablished your independence. Now, you know how much I talk about alignment, alignment with your source energy. So I started thinking, well, what if a person is really aligned? Would that person be an independent person? 
I think that that is the closest any human can get to being truly independent. And that led me to question, is source or God independent? Well, that led me to consider whether God needs anything. Is there anything that God needs? And I would say, no, God doesn't need anything. But not everybody sees it that way. Because what about worshiping God? Wouldn't you say that that is a need? That's fulfilling some kind of need. If God created humans to worship him, wouldn't there be an underlying need for that? I don't personally align with that way of thinking. I don't think that God created humans in order to worship him. I believe that God created humans to give God a physical experience. And that's why we all are God. Our true selves are all that source energy that makes up what we refer to as God. And that's because God wanted the joy of experiencing physical life. And God does that through us. If God did need us to worship him, that would be pretty egotistical. And I think that that is a projection of humanity onto God. God is not egotistical. I mean, think about it. Could our behavior really influence God? I mean, it's God. If anybody's influencing anybody, it's that God influences us, not the other way around. If God wanted us to worship him, that would mean that that is a conditional change necessary for God to be happy. That does not align with my views. God is the epitome of happiness. God or source energy is pure positive energy. There's no deviation from this. It's consistent happiness. And really, that's the baseline of our true selves. And that's how we know when we are in or we're out of alignment, because happiness is the placeholder where God lives. And the human experience is what can lead to pulling away from that. And that's when we experience negative emotions. But God or source energy always lives in that happy place. And we find that alignment with that source energy when we ourselves are experiencing happiness. But then I started thinking, well, okay, so God doesn't have any needs as far as I can see. But does God have any wants, any desires? And I think so. I think that source energy has a desire to expand and to evolve and to experience. Our whole physical existence was born out of this desire. So does that mean that God is dependent? Dependent on us to live and grow and expand and evolve? And I think at face value, the answer to that is yes. There is a dependence there. But is it really dependence when what you desire you obtain from yourself? Isn't that the definition of independence? Being able to provide for yourself? Being that we are source energy, we are God, and 
God is using us to expand and evolve. That's just God getting what God wants from God. So the conclusion is that God is the pure form of independence. So is it possible to be independent as a human? Can we even get there? True independence. Well, I think the closest that we get is when we're in alignment as much of the time as we possibly can be. So that just means you're living your life as a human and your true source energy self is going through contrasting experiences, which are leading to having desires, but being aware that that's what's happening and not being upset about it because you know that the contrasting experience is there to promote expansion and evolution and you're not upset about it. You don't have a negative reaction to it and you know that by having the desire, the expansion is happening. As soon as the desire is born, the conditional experience is granted. As soon as source energy wants something, it's given by source energy. It's just pure independence. There's nobody else involved. And that's happening in our human experience. That's what we're doing. We're experiencing those contrasting conditions and we get hung up because we're too focused on not having the conditional change right away. But it is already granted. It's there. If you're able to sit with that and know that and you're in that alignment with your source, then I would say, yes, you are an independent person. You have to need nothing and want everything. Source energy has no needs, but wants everything. And if you can do that, then you are in an aligned state with your source. As long as you can maintain an emotional response of happiness, and therefore you are an independent person. If you think about it, the happiest relationships are those where neither of the people need anything from each other. They can want things like love and affection and playfulness, but really loving someone means that you don't need anything from them. You just accept them completely for the way they are, and you don't require them to be or do anything in order for you to be happy. That's where people get hung up in relationships. They need other people to do things so that they can be happy. And that doesn't work. So let's say you don't have any needs in your relationship and you want something from someone else. You have to ask yourself if your desire is aligned or not. If you are aligned, your desire is your source connecting with their source. And that is independence. But if you want their behavior to be a certain way so that you can feel better, that's misaligned and that's dependent because that means that your happiness is dependent on how they behave. So are you? Are you an independent person? I had to take a really close look at my own life while considering all of these factors. And I can much easier see the difference in my own life now. I started thinking even about things that happened recently, as recently as yesterday. Yesterday, my husband was getting ready to take 
our boys to go do some fun stuff to give me some time to work on the podcast. And while he was gathering things for them, I'd clean the kitchen. And then later I went into the kitchen and there were three cups next to the sink and a knife in the sink because he had made the boys sandwiches. And it upset me. I didn't like it because I had just cleaned the kitchen. I wanted to maintain a clean kitchen. So I said something. I was like, why are there three cups next to the sink? And he was a little frustrated because he was trying to get out the door and he's like, I'll take care of it. But then he got busy and he forgot. So now I'm home by myself and he's gone with the kids and I see that the stuff is still there in the kitchen. And it was irritating to me. It was irritating that he didn't do what he said he was going to do because he said he was going to take care of it. And it was irritating that it was a problem even to begin with, because why didn't he just put that stuff in the dishwasher? I had just done the dishes. Why is there more stuff by the sink? Like if he just put it in the dishwasher, it wouldn't have been a problem. His actions interrupted my alignment and I blamed him for that contrasting experience. So I knew that if I just left him there, he would take care of it later because he would see it and go, oh yeah, I said I would take care of that and he would do it. So there was no doubt in my mind that he would follow through at some point during the day. But every time I looked at it, I got misaligned. I had a desire to have the kitchen clean and I decided instead of waiting for him to do it and being stubborn about it, that I would just put everything in the dishwasher and meet my own desire. And that was independence. What originally started out as dependence, because I really wanted him to behave in a certain way so that I could feel better, I turned it around and turned it back into an independent matter for myself. The thing is, you can want the dishes to be done, but you can't want someone else to fulfill the desire. It doesn't work that way. However, if you focus on what you want and you actually achieve that feeling of having your desire met, that is a vibrational frequency and it's real. So it will come into being if you focus on that purely, whether that's somebody else stepping in and doing the dishes or it's an impulse that you receive to go and do it. Either way, it won't matter because you have already found that happy place, that feeling good place. You pulled on the emotion first and sat with it, and then the action followed. Despite who it came from that actually performed the task, you were maintaining your alignment in that moment and maintaining independence. So what I think true independence is, is being a deliberate creator. It's that realizing you have a desire, finding a place to feel good, and manifesting that desire into reality. That's how you are independent. You are realizing what you want and you are fulfilling it. You are creating your reality and the conditions that you live. That's happening whether you're doing it on purpose or not. But in order to be a true independent, you have to do that deliberately. And then you get to live your manifested desires, and nothing else. So that is what I think true independence really is.
That concludes this episode, but if you don't want to wait for the next episode to come out, I have more for you at drwilliamspodcast.com. You can learn more about me and my journey to podcasting, find all the ways to connect with me on social media, and there's a button to subscribe so you're the first to know what's new and upcoming. You also can shoot me an email at hello at drwilliamspodcast.com. You are so special to me, and your support does not go unnoticed. I want to support you too. This podcast is my outlet for growth because when you teach something, you hold yourself accountable and apply the information in life. But the inspiration for these episodes comes in a variety of ways, and one of those is through you. I want you to feel like this is your show too. So send me a message and let me know which episode is your favorite and why. And tell me if there's a topic you'd want to hear me talk about. Your feedback applies to so many people, and your suggestion could change someone's life for the better. The best way to do this is by subscribing to the show and leaving a review through your favorite podcast platform. I really listen to you guys, and this dialogue feeds my soul. You say that you're a fan of me, but truth be told, I am a fan of yours. Everything is working out for each of us, and we're all in this together.